This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time to spend a good few minutes with Alma Pollard, Executive Director of the Green Times, Eco Consultant and Coach. And we're so thrilled that we can have on the radio with us this morning. Morning, Alma. Good morning. Awesome to speak to you. So uh, we had a story yesterday of someone uh, telling us about how they had uh, planted a tree and nurtured it uh, and it was struggling to grow. And eventually, after a lot of effort, got this beautiful tree to eventually start growing. And a few years later, it blocked out his view. And he, he wanted to chop this tree down, Alma, but he didn't have a heart to chop the tree down because it had taken such an effort. Then he had a friend come over and visit and say, what's this plant, this tree blocking your view? It's an invasive plant species. You shouldn't even be having it here in your, uh, in your garden. And he didn't need half a reason then to say, oh, in that case, we better chop it down. And now he's got his view back. There was a bit of sentiment there. But when it comes to invasive plant species, uh, Alma, they've got to go. Yeah, it's quite a tricky thing because, you know, in terms of climate change, we also need the oxygen and mm. we need the carbon dioxide to be absorbed. So it's, it's, it's a difficult um, thing. I always say plant um, an indigenous tree first yeah. in, the, in the shade of this invasive tree so that the little thing can have support and then eventually remove the big one. But, you know, in terms of, of, of water gulping in our catchment areas, um, that's a very serious issue, and mm. you you know we have an enormous amount of invasive uh, plants in the catchment areas of Cape Town's dam, and 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 they also take water from the underground sources. So that's why we're talking about that today. Yes. It's about the invasive plant removal project to recruit disadvantaged youth. So looking at the story, this is this is a, again a private company stepping in and saying, you know, we want to do this as part of one of our initiatives, so we're funding it, and that's always a good thing because to get projects like this off the ground, you do need some of the green stuff, Elmer, and that's the problem in the sector very often, uh, just to be able to get stuff like this off the ground. Absolutely, for me, this is why it's a it's a really cool good news story yes. because it's a combination of of um, public and private. Um, Private, all pulling together, taking hands, making sure that we have better uh, water security. It's all about water security for the city of Cape Town. So it's a combination of um, the Nature Conservancy and the Greater Cape Town Water Fund and some private companies who are helping and uh, philanthropists also part of the mix. And they're making sure that there's going to be a lot of money spent on removing aliens Mm. Um, that are that will save 55 billion liters per year. Yo. The first six years um, for, of the water that we, that we currently need. That's a lot of water. So what? So that these trees get removed, but you have mentioned something. You know, they do contribute uh, at least to to providing oxygen. But now they're stealing the water. So this is um, you know needing to make a choice and saying rather out <laughs> than in. No. The invasives are more water thirsty because you know they didn't they don't belong in Africa. So obviously Africa's indigenous trees don't mm. drink so much water because they adapted to, to less water. But what's even more interesting is is that's only the first first six years. After that, by twenty forty five there will be a savings of hundred billion liters per year, wow. which is a third of Cape Town's water needs. So the immediate first six years is going to be 
saving a tenth of our water need as two months' water per month, per year, mm. and then eventually it's going to be even more. So, and the really cool thing about this is also that it's going to create all these awesome green jobs. Uh, people are going to be trained various interesting trainings. I mean, uh, firefighting and and um, rope uh, wilderness rope access training, uh, first aid, footpath maintenance, wetland rehab, etc. So people are going to be developed, and these are people who currently don't have work. Yeah. And I find the story so so beautifully um, sensitive because it doesn't talk about unemployed people because these are women. Yeah. And the thing is, these people are not gainfully employed. Well, you know, they don't get paid, but these women are working inside the houses, looking after families, looking yes. after extensive families, looking after the community. So they are, in fact, not unemployed. So oh, I was I so happy to, to read that. I thought, no, that's really good. Because essentially, no woman is unemployed, if you think about it. Mm. So, but they're going to get, um, you know, proper um, um, paid employment. Beautiful. And for every woman that you employ, you it says you benefit three people. I think it's more like 10 people benefit economically because they're always helping everyone in the area. Mm. So uh, this is uh, what's great about this story as well, Alma. This isn't only just this one thing. This is part of a bigger program uh, around water conservation. So here you've got all this training that you've mentioned, which is going to form part of removing the invasive plant species over a period of time. And then this is joining together with several other projects the city's working on to reserve and conserve water. So it's great to see that there's such a big uh, uh, plan in place to deal with water issues, You know, not just resting on our laurels and saying, wow, this was a wonderfully rain-filled year, but to say we could get uh, three years ago, could come around again in a cycle, and we never want to be in that situation with a day zero looming ever again. Absolutely. It's all about the city's resilience program. And, and the interesting thing is we, we're talking about natural solutions here. And this is, in terms of investment, return on investment, compared to um, um, engineering options like desalination, it's 351% better return on investment. So so we're not going to work against nature with also to engineering. We're going to be working with nature and, mm. and, and allow nature to help us. So we're using the power of nature in a sense to allow us to have more water and, and we don't have to build all sorts of other things. It's so much cheaper than, than more water um, purification systems and so on. Mm. So the city is going to um, spend 8 billion rand in public uh, funding to, to, on water, to store more water and to remove these aliens and to also install um, 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 boreholes and so on. Yeah. And, and, and um, desalination as well. And this is part of this big program. Um, Elmer, I've uh, I've got a question for you just around the removal of the alien species. Does this give more room for local indigenous uh, trees or other vegetation to take its place? Because, you know, they're not going to grow well with these invasive plants taking over, pushing them out of the way and stealing their water. Would we see an increase? Would there be a change in the biodiversity? Well, that will have to be also carefully managed as far as I have seen. You also can't just yank out, you know, your invasives. 
um, sometimes other invasives were also opportunistic plants will also pop in there. Mm. But most of the time, I think the hope is that your natural indigenous plants will then be able to grow properly. They won't be muscled out by these invasives. And that gradually the natural salt and, and grasses and everything that was normally there, maybe more famous, imagine that, yeah. will return. Um, but I think they will have to keep an, a careful eye on that as well. Um, Elmo, we've literally got one minute together, but it's okay if we need another one after that. Um, that's the story on the Green Times called Invasive Plant Removal Project aims to recruit disadvantaged youth. Um, we spoke last week about SA uniting against the Wild Coast seismic blasting. Uh, then the court case result came out in favor of Shell. Um, and what's happening now? Yeah, well, there's a second court case now by a, a, other, a bunch of other people. I think it's going to be tabled on the, uh, the 15th of December, if I know that correct. Uh-huh. So no, there is no giving up on this whatsoever. Well, yes. the, the worldwide mobilization is just growing in leaps and bounds. We, we are going to keep fighting until we stop this for sure. Yes, keep your eyes on thegreentimes.co.za and you'll be able to get all of the info there as Alma will keep you updated with all that's going on. Alma, great hanging out with you this morning. Thanks so much for your time, not only today, but also through the whole of this year. We know that you're going to take a well-deserved break. So we just wish you and your family well. May you get all the rest you need so you can come back fighting fit and strong come 2022. Absolutely. You have a wonderful rest as well. Thanks so much, Alma. Till we chat again. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.